BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Do you see? Do you see 1,900 people standing here? I can guarantee you multiple people right here have been raped and this is not 1,900 people. So. Okay, how can you guarantee that? Oops, she had to answer a text in the middle of her little rant. Well, I think this is as good a time as any to talk about the core of MGTOW, which is men discussing tactics women use to abuse men. This could range from accidentally not taking the birth control pill to gaslighting in an argument. Because, you know, women have had their outlet to talk about what abusive men do, and so MGTOW is men's outlet to talk about what abusive women do. And we know They haven't really been playing fair on this, have they? Because when people talk about male abusers, no one cares. But at the second people expose female abuse, every Karen in the country has to come and attack. But anyway, this is a topic I can come back to time and time again, because women use so many different tactics to abuse men that you couldn't possibly talk about them all in one video. However, before I get into the analysis of this Change My Mind segment from last year, I will say that this video is not about how to counter every abusive tactic a woman uses, because that's not necessary. Once you know she is trying to manipulate you, the manipulation doesn't work. It's like if someone's lying to you and a friend points out the lie, you simply just stop believing the liar. You don't try to convince them, you don't try to rationalize your position, you just stop believing them. And it's the same with manipulation. Because if they're crazy or they're trying to manipulate you, any sort of rationalization or argument is just a waste of time because they will never change their behavior. The best thing to do if you are around a crazy person is just to disengage and remove them from your life. Real arguments are for people who are mature, people who are capable of changing their beliefs based on new information and not for controlling sociopaths. So I want to use this Steven Crowder video as a chance to throw in some insight on the lengths an abusive woman will go just to be right. In this video, this brave and beautiful young lady that you see on screen cries and screams about how she was raped before the conversation, during the conversation, and after the conversation. I will say that if she is being honest, then that is a horrible thing, because rape is violent abuse, and of course, abuse is awful. But despite that a horrible crime of abuse was committed on her, she has no problem with abusing other people. Hey everyone, this idiot ass is back on campus. You know what, how about somebody rapes you and then you come and tell me that rape culture is a myth? That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. In this Change My Mind segment, she claims that her rape has given her a profound perspective on the issue that someone who wasn't raped 
couldn't understand. Does it sound like she has achieved a higher morality because of her experience? Does it even sound like she was raped? Because she starts by saying she was raped and then later downs it to a sexual assault. My name is Daisy and I've been raped. So. I'm sorry to hear that. I've been sexually assaulted by a boy on this campus who walks around and goes to class every single day. Um, you, you went from, from rape, it's interesting to me, to sexual assault. Yes. First off, I think, again, it's very important that we define the terms. There's a delineation between the two. Uh-huh. Would we agree? Yeah, but would you say that, like, sexual assault isn't, like, a part of rape? Let's set this straight. Someone touching your ass is way different than someone forcefully having sex with you. I mean, a bunch of years ago, when I worked in a hospital where a lot of people were inappropriate, I had my ass grabbed several times by women whose attention I did not want. Does that mean I can run around saying I was raped like this chick is doing? I'm sure the actual story of her so-called rape would be very interesting. Understand, though, she has to be abusive because she has no facts. Let's go through statistics. Okay. Well, how, many, how often do you believe rape occurs? Because, again, a rape culture, we both often. agree. See, often? I cannot tell you the exact number because, as I've, I've repeated to you multiple times, that, like, UCR crime reports are simply not accurate. And okay. there are other like methods and it is proven that those are not accurate we do not have all of those numbers um i don't respect facts or truth therefore any data or evidence you have doesn't count because evidence is stupid of course she would say something like this because if you don't have a good argument then your only option is to discredit your enemy and this goes back to her calling stephen crowder an idiot at the beginning of the conversation people only do that when the facts are not on their side but guess who does have the facts? So, can I answer your question? Yeah, you can answer sure. my question. So if I'm to answer the question on Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Christine Ford, or any of the other allegations coming forward from Michael Abinetti, uh, who represents actually the other lady who accused him of gang rape as well, um, that's separate again from the evidence. It's about one in 1,900 women are raped in the United States according to the FBI. It's about one, uh, one in 1,000 for uh, college students. If you include all sexual assault according to the Department of Justice or Bureau of Justice, it's about one in 52 of all sex. That includes, you know, playing grab ass. With Brett Kavanaugh, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned uh, a percentage. What evidence has been presented? Um, just, place. it's Give a bunch of... Place. What do you mean by place? Where did like, it happen? Where did it happen? I don't freaking know. I wasn't okay. at high school. When? It was back when he was in high school, like lower age. General. Yeah. Okay. General. Who? It's these, um, if you're familiar with Ms. Ford, mm -hmm. she has come forward. And then um, I believe one or two other women have come forward and said this, but Ford is definitely the No, she brought forward forerunner. witnesses, all of whom could not corroborate her story somewhat. They outright refuted it. When people call you stupid, when people yell, when women cry, and I say women because it only works when women do it, the argument is over. Screaming at somebody is an expression of force and a precursor to violence. It's saying, I don't care what the truth is, I just want to be right by using force. So when women scream at you to force you into dropping your argument, or when they cry to get other men to attack you so that you drop your argument, they are being abusive. And by the way, yelling in particular in any argument is inappropriate from anybody, whether they're a man or a woman. However, that doesn't mean it's never appropriate to express anger in an argument. Look at the difference between how Steven Crowder expresses his anger assertively and how she expresses her anger. ...little FBI investigation. I think this is something you no, should look into personally. None of what you've said just said is correct. Does the word hubris mean anything to you? 
No, it doesn't. Thank the you. The fact that you really, did you really think that I didn't know who Brett Kavanaugh was? I really didn't, honestly, at this yeah. point, like, I'm unsure what you actually know. Right. Yeah. The whole reason was I, was, I was hoping for you to sit down, and you see now, if you go back, every single thing I told you I didn't know, because I wanted you to explain to me. You've explained nothing. You've presented no evidence or data. The only thing, the only time you've addressed evidence or data is saying that it's bullshit use your words and it doesn't matter. The amount of rapes matter. The conviction rates matter. What we yeah, do with they... rapists matters. And when you come out and you say we live in a rape culture and you compare Dr. Christine Ford's allegations, let's say we have no idea whether they're true or not. Zero evidence whatsoever from 35 years ago. You can't run an investigation whether who, what, when, where, or why. We have none of it. To then use that as a springboard to say that we live in a rape culture I think is intellectually disingenuous and I think it does a great disservice to people who have actually been the victim of a horrible crime. Yeah, I'm aware because I've been a victim to that crime. And as you say, like, you haven't. And, you know, like, like you said, you and didn't said, know I, what a uniform crime report is. And so maybe if you. I also said I didn't know who Brett Kavanaugh was. So, I mean, maybe you do know what that is. So then how can you sit here and tell me that. How can you sit here? That this is all like these statistics are all 100% correct. No. And who the hell let you back on this campus? No, what the f is wrong with it's you? a public sidewalk. So nobody invited you here? You can't just sit Officers, here. if nobody invited him here, can we ask he him to leave this here. campus? He needs to leave. Is this being handled? Instead of being appropriate, instead of changing her beliefs, instead of trying to become a better person in the face of being wrong, she starts crying and having a tantrum like a child. And by the way, parents, single mothers, when you yell at your kids, and have shouting matches during your discussions, don't be surprised when your kids carry out honest discussions like a screaming child, like you did with them. This is what happens when you yell at your kids to get what you want. They become adult children. And on that very topic of child abuse, one of her big arguments is, you haven't been a victim, so you don't know what it's like. So many women use this, and look at what it says about women's ability to empathize or universalize experiences. Well, you don't get pregnant, so you can't talk about abortion. They aren't morally better because they've had a certain experience, like they're claiming to be. They are just showing a complete lack of empathy, or they're saying they have a complete lack of conversation skills because they can't explain their situation well enough so that a person can imagine their emotional state. And it's not that hard to convey. You can just say, I was hit by a car. Well, what does that feel like? It feels like being tackled by a 300-pound linebacker. Hey, I've been tackled by a 300-pound linebacker, so now I know what it feels like to be hit by a car. That's all you have to do. Come on, girls. You learned what a simile was when you were 7 years old. You should know how to do this as an adult. But this person can't seem to do that, so she has to be manipulative. Why is he allowed on our campus if this isn't even like an organized okay, event? No, I am not part of this event. Okay, so you're free to go anytime. You don't have to actually. Yeah, I know, but if he's going to sit here and say the rape culture is a myth, then somebody needs to sit here and say. Well, we're going to deal with that, but but you're not helping the situation by adding to it. So adding him. No, no, it's not. By adding to it. I added to rape culture I by getting raped. Up whatever he has to do. You're not mad. I understand. So if I called you and said somebody raped me, you wouldn't be. And look what she does here. Remember, when someone yells, they're saying, I'm going to enact violence on you. When someone cries, like she does here, she's saying, I'm going to try to convince somebody to act out violence on you because you said things I don't like. 
And look at this. She cares so little about other people that when she calls the cop over to help her, she doesn't even pay attention to what he's saying and ends up twisting his words, all the while making sure she gets the occasional selfie in there. Now understand, she's using these tactics because somewhere else in her life, they have worked. This probably works really well when a guy is trying to have sex with her, but because Steven Crowder's not trying to do that, it doesn't work. Crying and yelling only work when you have leverage over somebody. She doesn't have that because Crowder's not trying to be her boyfriend, he's not her child, or anybody else she would have power over, so she just looks insane. And what do we do with insane people? Well, you can publicly expose them like Steven Crowder does, or, if it's personal, you just remove them from your life. And isn't that what MGTOW does best? MGTOW don't keep people who are crazy in their personal lives. Anyway, I think that's enough for this video. So if you liked it, hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. Comment and share. If you would like to support the channel, then you can donate either through PayPal or Subscribestar. Both those links are in the description. And actually, on the subject of Subscribestar, for those of you who want to support, apparently Subscribestar does not allow you to do anything unless you have five active subscribers. So it doesn't allow you to withdraw your money and it doesn't allow you to take reoccurring donations unless you have five people actively subscribing to your, your accounts. The number of people you see on my page is the total number of people who have subscribed and not the total number of, of active subscribers. So I don't yet have the required number of active subscribers yet. Which means anybody who has signed up for a reoccurring donation has had their reoccurring donation canceled after the month they donated because I don't have enough subscribers. So for those of you who are nice enough to support this channel, it'd be really helpful if you went down to Subscribestar and went and signed up for a monthly donation of any amount. Even a monthly subscription of $1 would be super helpful. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my BitChute channel. The link for that is in the description. And I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.